I'm gonna show y'all how the conversation is supposed to go. Think, think, watch me. Think, think, get in for the remakes. <laughs> So we're gonna shoot our podcast. I'm gonna shoot a podcast with you. Okay. I'm gonna shoot a podcast with you. We're gonna talk. We're gonna tell these motherfuckers. And what are we gonna talk about? Hold on, let me introduce myself. I am Scooter, aka Nomadic, aka The Lord's Child, aka I still smack you though, aka I'm a little high, but don't judge me. Big, thick. We not going to... Let me see him tell you something. Okay, so, big, big spirit, you're going to have to go. This is not that type of party. This ain't my show right now. This is our show. So, big, big spirit going to go. Oh. And Chris see you gonna, later. All right, and Chris going to come in. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the conversation. What's <laughs> going on in the place? What's Man, going on? Nothing's going on. I'm just grateful to be alive, bro. Life ain't where I want it to be, but life is better when you're living. Facts. Life is always better when you're living. Yeah. Life is always better when you're living. When you're living, you can see things. Yeah. You can see things, you can manifest things. Yeah. A lot of people don't believe in manifestation. The more you speak it, the more it becomes your reality. Facts. Big facts. That's why I got to stop speaking poverty over my life. Yeah, because so, you, cause you're not broke. You're not, you're not anything. Bitch, you're talking to me. You, you in my bed. At the end of the damn day, you're not going nowhere. Heard. Facts. But, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's very important that I stop doing that. <laughs> so I can have me some money in my pocket. Jerk. Facts. You have to manifest that. Yeah. You have to manifest that. Facts. See... When God is testing you, he's letting you know that he has you. See, we worry so much about the future. Well, God already has our future planned. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's human nature to worry. I haven't worried in months. Mm. I'm not worried right now. Mm. I'm not worried what nobody's going to say. Mm. And this recording will get played back ten times. I'm going to make a post about it mm. on Facebook. Manifesting to these bitches, they still mad. Mm. See, when Chris didn't go live, people listen to Chris. Mm. People listen to Chris and people watch his podcast because people wanted to know what was going on because Chris posted a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm finna make a bitch mad. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm finna make a bitch mad, Scooter. Mm. Because. Why? Because. Why make a bitch mad? <laughs> because there are so many dudes who are after me right now. Facts. Mm-hmm. However, you're the only dude that has given me what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's quality time, a conversation, company, consistency. You're not lying about, you're not trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not being lazy, like, we working it out like it's just flowing mm-hmm. as it should be. But I manifest times three. Mm. Scooter, you gonna be my husband, boo. Backs, big back. Well, now it's on uh, 
it's on tape, so you can't take it back. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Facts. That's what's up. We'll, we'll see what the law says. We're going to see what the law says. We're always going to wait on the law. Absolutely. I mean, we can always, you know what I'm saying? We still got to go through the boyfriend phase. Facts. So, I mean, I'm just telling you what's going to be. Ain't like I'm supposed to say, oh, Scooter, when you marry me? You're going to say, yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, we have a ring and shit like that. We're going to have some history. We'll know each other. We're going to be working. We're going to have some dollars. We'll have some kids. Goddamn. We're going to, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be living the life. We're going to be living a motherfucking fabu life. Goddamn. Me and Chris and Scooter on the goddamn prowl. Goddamn. Where you at today, thick thick? Over here, big bitch. <laughs> But yeah, Scooter, what you got to say? You know what? The only thing I'm thinking about over here is like when people talk about marriage. Do we play that tape all the way to the end? Because a lot of relationships that talk about marriage never make it there because they don't know how to weather the storm. They don't Mm. know how to. fix things that are broken because we've grown up in, in in our society if you were born from 88 or 80, 85 to if, if you were in that era then you in the beginning you saw things worked out but then slowly but surely the more more the products came out they were upgraded products so anytime you needed something instead of just fixing it it was replaced Yes. And so that's what we've gotten so accustomed to in our relationships. Mm. When things go awry, instead of fixing them, mm. we replace them. That's a word, Scooter. Do y'all see why I chose them? Because you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And that's why I say you have to fix your own hurt. You cannot be in a relationship broken and fucked up expecting somebody to love you because you don't love yourself. But the question is, how do you get to the place of being a being being well enough in yourself to fix that hurt? Because a lot of times people that are hurt are still sick by the pain that they experience from the hurt. Okay. So they're not in a place to fully and totally fix that hurt. So how do they get there? Okay. For one. You have to, you, you got to follow God. You mm-hmm. have to follow God. You have Absolutely. to have some type of God in you in order to see the light. If you don't know God, you're not going to see the light, period, point blank. He's first and foremost, period. You have to have literally the faith of a mustard seed. You have to have just a tad bit of faith that whatever struggle that you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, Whatever has hurt you, whatever has been done wrong to you, he's going to fix it. You have to have that mustard seed of faith. Thirdly, you have to be able to talk it out. You have to be able to talk it out. You have to be able to talk it out. You have to be able to release that stress. You have to be able to release that pain. You have to be able to talk about it. Once you're able to talk about it, is letting go. So you're getting rid of all that old baggage that you have. You're talking about it. Somebody's just listening. Somebody's just listening to you talk. You have to talk it out. Once you talk it out, 
once you talk it out, God then turns around in his favor and he works on you. So he starts putting you through like a, a physical, like more so like a physical. He's, he's taking, he took all the bad stuff out. Now he's going to put some good stuff in there for you. It's still a test. It still, it still hurts. It still, it, you're, it doesn't hurt as bad, but you're still wounded. So he has to now heal that wound. So he starts taking all the good stuff and start putting it into you. Start meeting people. You start noticing yourself. You start picking up on things about yourself that you didn't know. You start discovering more things. You grow up. And as Pastor Vincent Campbell has said, you have to let your negative fast go in order to grow up. Growth is uncomfortable. Once you've done all of that, and it's a lot of shit. God knows it's a lot of shit. You can then be willing to open yourself up to allow somebody to love you because not only have you talked about your hurt, but you have let your hurt go. Because once you talk about it, you have to be about it. But also, I forgot to add on that point too, you have to also look at what you did intend to get yourself in that situation. You have to look at yourself and see what parts you played into fucking yourself up. Once you have forgiven yourself, the Lord has forgiven you. Then with all that being said, you're good to go. What anybody else thinks about you does not matter. Now we're going on, got all the way over there. Now get back to the relationship part. It's just a message. You good. Now get back to the relationship part. Well, I, Go ahead. I, I, I do want to make a comment on what you said because I'm um, being in the process of it, in the process of, de- of deliverance. I always say that I'm in his deliverance. I didn't just get delivered. I'm still in the process of being delivered from a lot of things. So I'm always in his deliverance. I'm always in a place of letting something fall off of me that can be replaced with something new. Mm-hmm. And, and being refreshing by God Seeing God in a fresh perspective Seeing God through A better lens I think that's what 2020 is all about Seeing God through a better lens than we facts. saw it before Facts, facts, um, facts Seeing life through a better lens than we saw it before Seeing our pain through a different lens Than we yes, saw it before yes. Seeing our disappointments through a different lens Than we yes, saw it before yes. Seeing um Betrayal in a different lens than we saw before. Anything and everything. Seeing all negativity. Yeah, in, in a, a sense. In a different form. Because I think that'll be the answer to all of the pain and, and all of the hurt that we feel. We wouldn't feel some of the pains and the hurts that we feel if we learned how to see it through a different lens. Look at it from a different perspective. See it from a different side. People are going to do messed up things because people are messed up things. People are messed up things. People are fucked up individuals. Nobody in this world is perfect. Nobody. There's nobody that lives on this earth that's perfect. The only person that ever lived on this earth that was perfect was Jesus. And I'm grateful for him because he came to save the sick one like me. I was so sick. Yeah. So he saved you. He saved me. Yeah. He saved y'all out there too. Yeah. 
We all go through shit. We all got to deal with shit. When people didn't fuck it up, people got up. The world is so sleep right now. Although 2020 has just came in, we got a few woke people, but we don't have as many as we need to. So people still brought 2019 into 2020, and that's a fact. Some people still brought 2019 to 2020. We can't evolve with that type of mindset. Facts. Big back. Did <laughs> you? So, uh huh. This is a question that I always ask people because I think it's important to think about it. Uh huh. Um. So, when it comes to influencers in your life, hmm. Um, it has to be someone of like celebrity stature, just so that everybody will know who you're talking about. So who is my who is my who what's what celebrity what celebrity influences me the most? Well, here's here's a question: If you were stranded on a deserted island and you could only have three famous people with you. Who will those three famous people be and why? Mmm. Oh my god. He's my husband. Okay. Um, these three famous people would be Ellen DeGeneres. Why? Because Ellen DeGeneres gives a damn. She gives a fuck and she cares so much about people. She is constantly blessing people. Ellen DeGeneres doesn't give a damn what people say about her she lives her life she lives her truth and she is one of the most known you know what i'm saying lgbtq women that's on tv right now and she is in a whole marriage with a woman and the way this world is so looked upon us for being gay i respect her I respect her and I love her for what's living in her fucking truth. She inspires me so much. Not only does she bless people, but she has a great personality. She follows God, and I know she follows God. Mm-hmm. So that's one person, and she's got a real quirky, corny type of personality, but I love it because it's still funny as fuck because she's so damn corny. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Um, the second person... T.S. Madison. Mm-hmm. T.S. Madison, why? T.S. Madison, another one. Living in her fucking truth. She's a trainee. I love that bitch more than life itself. Like, I am a fan. I've been watching T.S. Madison for like almost seven years now. And when I see him tell you T.S. Madison has told her motherfucking story, she told him, she said how she used to fuck on camera and do what she do to get a check and how she used to be, you know what I'm saying, tricking off and shit like that, but she told her motherfucking story. She living in her motherfucking truth. These are people that I aspire to be like, or want to be, or even just 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 a sample because they all had a motherfucking story. 
T.S. Madison is not, you know what I'm saying? She, she is that bitch. Fact. She is that motherfucking bitch. All fucking facts. And last but not least, I can't have more than, th- you said three famous people. Yep. Okay. Tyler Perry. <laughs> I knew you were supposed to say Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry is a guy that he knows what the struggle is. This motherfucker was living in his car, writing plays from his motherfucking car. The, the Lord spoke to him while he was in his worst moment ever. Like, bruh, you can't tell me what God can't do. Mm-hmm. That's, and really my story really kind of coincides with his story. Mine was drugs. His necessarily was not drugs, but mine was... I was fucked up off of drugs. He was fucked up off, you know, whatever he was going through at that particular time. And at the end of the doggone day, I'm just here to say that my story is going to help so many motherfucking people out there on that shit. Mm-hmm. On that crystal mouth. Yep. But I was doing it heavy. So for me to be that guy to be like, bruh, I beat it. Like, damn, if Chris beat it, man, anybody can beat it. Mm-hmm. Facts. Big bag. Yeah. Who is your three people? Good question. Um, let's see. I would go with... See, this question always changes. I mean, just my answers always change. Because, Why do your answers change? Because um, I think it just depends on how I'm feeling, what I'm in need of at the moment. You can't so, see. Can I can I chime in for a second? Sure. Unfortunately for us, God is not a right now type of God. I got it. He's not a right he's not a right now type of God. What do you mean? He does time he does stuff on his own. He does stuff on his own. We could pray and pray and pray, but he does stuff when he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. I am learning that. I am we, we don't have as a people is patience. Mm-hmm. So although God knows our needs. Mm-hmm. He knows our needs. Like, the need, need, place to stay. So want to wipe your ass at. Eat, food to eat. A few dollars in your pocket. Make sure you groom. Make sure you want a little bit of your damn wants. He going to make sure you have those things that you need. Your wants, those things we have to sit back and we have to work for. But your needs, he got you. So that's why I said you can't necessarily worry about what you don't have right now. Think about what you do got right now. And thank God that you do got those things because some somebody got it worse off than you do. At the end of the day, um, is that I just I'm just speaking from experience. Those three I manifested in, like I just told you. I thought it was going to happen last year. Mm-hmm. But then it made me stop believing. 
Mm-hmm. I just had to keep on manifesting. And I'm, that's, how, that's why I learned that he's not a right now type of God. Because I wanted it right then. I wanted a car right I want a car right now. But I got to go through something else or go through another whatever to get it. Well, I just think he, I don't I don't know if he's not a right a right now God. I think he is a right now God. However, what we perceive as unnecessary mm-hmm. is still necessary. Mm. So, for example. Uh I went without a home several times in my life. Facts. And facts. Big back. Facts. Though I can, though I, you know, though I do depend on him to meet my needs, at that particular time, he had more need of me to experience what I experienced in poverty and homelessness. So that when I would come out, mm-hmm. I would be able to, that would become a passion for me because I know what it feels like to be without. Ooh. And so because it's become my passion, now it's going to, it's a hunger and a thirst for me to enforce that change upon other people that are in that similar situation. It's now become a mandate for me, all because of what I experienced and him allowing me to be in that and come out of that. Amen. And you see what I'm saying? I, oh, 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 oh. I see what you're saying because I've been there. I've experienced homelessness and on the street, sleeping on the bench. Probably one of the worst situations I've ever been in in life. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying. And you're right. I have to say that you're actually right on the end because you have to go through something in order to tell your story. And I'm pretty sure, and neither one of us had experiences had experienced homelessness. This conversation wouldn't even be a topic. Mm-hmm. So you're very much so correct. We were talking about American Idol earlier, and um, one of my favorite singers in the whole wide world, Tori Kelly, was on American Idol, and she didn't make it past like the top thirty or something like that, top twenty four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what she said was. It was after she got got um, kicked off of American Idol that she wrote a song called Confetti. And it was one of her, it's, it's like one of my favorite songs um, of hers. And it's like a favorite song from her fans as well um, because of just like the passion that was written behind it. It, you know, it earned her a lot of money. It, uh, it allowed her to build a big fan base, do touring, no, no um, record label, signing or anything like that doing all these big things made a name for herself off of YouTube you know what I mean and then after that after she had already made a fan base already got the tour sales and things like that already good then the record label came but she didn't allow the experience of the no to keep her mind from knowing that God ultimately has the yes and so even though it took her some years to get to where she is now, the fact that she got to where she is now, God was right on time. Facts. 
And that's why they goes back to I always gotta reference it back to me because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna speak about shit I don't know. Right. I'm not gonna speak about shit I don't motherfucking know. Right now, my YouTube, my podcast, this podcast, it is all coming together for me. Absolutely. It's coming together for me. It's starting off slow. Mm-hmm. But like any project, it's gonna start off slow. Right. It always starts off slow. That's true. So at the end of the dollar day, the fact that I started and pushed on through, and I got over a hundred something videos out on YouTube. Mm. So people like, man, what the fuck is this? What is this bullshit? You know what I'm saying? It's me coming off crystal meth. Yeah. It's me coming getting clean off crystal meth. I did groups on YouTube. I talked about the way I felt. I talked about me. I told my story. And that's what people need to see about this podcast and this YouTube. The stories just get better and better and better and better and better. Y'all see the progress. They don't want to give me my damn credit, though. That's why I brought you on. Well, why you got me on here? Let me just talk about this good moonshine here that I'm drinking. Stepmama, we see you. Set John off street, we see you. Baby, when I tell you this is peach cobbler flavor, baby, and tastes every bit of like peach and the cobbler. Yes, God, set John off. Let me sit here and tell you something, boo. It's hitting. That's stepmama. That's stepmama. That stepmama, stepmama, she made listen. Stepmama made this moonshine. Peach cobbler, baby. She's selling it at the house. If you need a cup, goddamn listen. If you need a glass, a jar, she got she got a lemon drop. I just I just guzzled that down. It tastes like lemonade. But when I see him tell you, my stepmama know what she's doing. She know what she's doing. So yeah, um, It's a story to tell, guys. It's a story to tell. And when people didn't listen, people didn't watch, they listened. It was one of the two. You either watch me or either you listen to me. A lot of people didn't want to listen to me at first. A lot of people did not want to listen because I was telling the truth. <laughs> now that I got screwed on him. Oh yeah! Before before we let y'all go, I gotta tell y'all something. Okay. Let it go. Let it all go. God taught me through a tie. Now, mind you, remember I told you <clears throat> I used to be homeless. <clears throat> so, the benefit out of all of that was that out of my homelessness, I became a part of a group of other previously homeless youth in the city of Baltimore, and we co-founded a homeless youth drop-in center called the Yes Drop-In Center of, of the city of Baltimore. Um, you can Google it. It's uh, lit, 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 and it's still running. We're still serving a lot of kids and changing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of lives. So um, I say all of that to say, one day on my way to work, <clears throat> I had on this tie, <clears throat> and I, I probably spent like maybe, mm, $20, $25 on the tie, something like that, right? So 
this man walks up to me. This homeless man walks up to me out of nowhere and was just like, I like your tie, man. You should let me have it. And for some reason, I don't know why, but my hands went up to my necktie. I undid my necktie and I gave it to him. He's like, oh, wow. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. When I tell you, maybe four days later, I go to Express um, at Union Station in D.C. And I got three ties for the price that I paid for that one tie. And it doesn't seem like a big deal, but I released something and God replaced it for me much greater and much bigger than what I released. And so I'm saying all of that to say there are certain things going on in your life that you may want to release. I just want to encourage you by saying once you release it, God will surely replace it. And when he replaces it, it's going to be much bigger and much better than you could have ever imagined. The blessing is letting it go. Because when you let it go, God has the room to give you what you really need, what you really desire. But until you're able to let it go, that weight that you're carrying isn't going anywhere. You may change locations, but the lesson will still be dragging right behind you, waiting for you to pick it up. Trust me, I've moved from several places over my life, over my adult life, trying to get away from the lessons God was trying to teach me. But just because I changed my location meant nothing because the problems followed me. Because there was a lesson I was trying to, that God was trying to teach me that I wasn't quite catching because I would rather run instead of face what it is mm. that I needed to face and deal with the pain. Mm. When I say him tell you, that's a word. So you have to let things go. Let it go. You have to let it go. You have to let it go. For example, um, my podcast before this is about my ex. Now, mind you, my ex was back from 2009. My ex was back from 2009. I didn't know. But God showed me today that you can let it go. He just told me to let it go. I thought I want that, but I don't want that. I want this one. So, when somebody else is speaking the message, it's always me talking. But I'm showing the, I'm showing the people that I listen to. I listen and I follow. I listen, I follow, and I follow numbers. I manifest. I put pieces together. That's my life. So, Tremaine, I forgive you. I've let you go. It's no more. 
And at the end of the damn day, I wish you nothing but the best. I wish you nothing but the absolute best in real life. I'm sorry if I ever hurt you. If I ever did you wrong. If I fucked up, I take the blame for it. I took the blame for everything. That's what all I've been doing. I let it go. I was 22, 23 at that particular time. I did not know what I was doing. I was a young dime. I'm 34 now, a whole man. Mike, you good? That's the door? No, it ain't. I'm a whole man. At the end of the day. Hey, you ordered something, right? Yeah, is that the door? Oh. Okay, hold on, I'm
Is it still going? Yes, it's still going. You just resting. You sure, bro? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you can't do it like that because I gotta eat your booty, right? That's right. Damn, it's fucked up. <laughs> This is the show, bit that we're finna talk about some real shit. Yo, we fucking it up for a bop. This is Big Big Spirit. Y'all like the show? Big Bad. We're gonna fuck it up just like that.